Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District and also St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. And on this Sunday morning, we are spotlighting St. Joseph High School in Eterna Heights, which is the oldest Catholic high school in the Diocese of Pittsburgh, founded back in 1915. Students come from 33 parishes and two dioceses across four counties and from 20 different school districts. The school regularly turns out national merit-recognized students, National History Day winners, top-notch theatrical productions, and WPIAL championship basketball teams. St. Joseph High School's mission is to graduate young men and women who are committed to holiness, justice, integrity, and learning. The new bishop of the Diocese of Greensburg, Bishop Larry Kulik, is a proud alumnus of St. Joe's High School, and is our and as is our guest this morning, Mr. Nate Sullivan, St. Joseph Class of 2018. Nate is a junior studying computer and systems engineering at Rensselaer Polytechnical Institute in Troy, New York and is now in a co-op program at Cisco Systems in North Carolina. Nate, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you so much for having me, Father. Great to have you here with us this Sunday morning. Now, Nate, when you were still at St. Joseph's High School, you interned at BNY Mellon. When you started college, you were in an intern. Uh, you were an intern at Mitsubishi Electric Power Products, and now you're in a second co-op at Cisco Systems. What drew you to the field of uh, computer systems and of engineering? Yeah, so um, ever since I was a kid, I loved tinkering around with, with anything related to technology. Um, I liked understanding how it all worked, what it could be used for, the limitations of things. I always I was one to take computers apart, um, or you know, even when I was five and six, I would poke around in Word and Excel uh, and see see just what I could learn about how they how the systems work. Um, you know, the power of a computer and just uh, how all the components work together. So so for me, um, as I, I grew up through uh, grade school, I went to Catholic grade school and Catholic high school. Um, I got, got close with, in grade school, it was like our network administrator. So, you know, I used to learn about how, how the network um, worked in our grade school. And then in high school, I got involved in robotics. Um, and all kinds of things that just kept developing my love for computers, uh, my passion for technology, and just how we could better apply these systems to the world around us. 
and it's what we do every day in the future. So you're actually in something that obviously is part of everyday life. Now, Nate, you came to St. Joe's High School from St. Bonaventure School uh, there in, in Shaler. And like St. Joe's close-knit atmosphere and, and passionate teachers, how did they help you to reach your potential? So I would say the, the teachers and administrators at, at St. Joe's High School, um, as well as St. Bonaventure, uh, you know, they cared to get to know their students and they cared to get to know the community. Uh, and, and I mean that in a sense that they not only cared about the education, but they cared about the development of the student as a whole. And they, they really hoped to see those students succeed at the next level. So, you know, beyond the classroom, most of the teachers were involved in overseeing extracurricular activities or would hold, you know, similar to office hours in college, they would hold like tutoring after, after school. Um, because they really wanted to not only make sure you understood the material, but they wanted to make sure that you understood how to apply the material um, and, you know, how at the next level you could use this to succeed. I know I had different teachers that would provide, like, career recommendations or, you know, I had teachers that focused a lot on study skills and how it's best to to study material. Um, and so... Like I said, I think that just kind of circles back, circles us back to the fact that they care not only about the material, but just the development of the student and the person as a whole. Uh, and I think that was something that was super important when I was taking high school, was finding faculty and, and staff that was extremely passionate about that. Absolutely. That loving and nurturing environment. And St. Bonaventure is now part of, uh, with St. Ursula's and St. Mary's in Glenshaw, called Blessed Trinity Academy. And we, we just had featured them a, a few weeks ago on my show. Now, Nate, there are a lot of opportunities for students at St. Joseph High School to get involved, and you took full advantage. Uh, what activities and clubs did you join while you were at high school at St. Joe's? Yeah, so uh, if we look at it kind of as a timeline, uh, my freshman year, I got involved both as a student ambassador uh, and I was elected a class officer. So I served as the treasurer for my class for all four years of high school. Um, and I was a student ambassador all four years. And then my sophomore year, I got involved on the soccer team. So prior to freshman year, I took freshman year kind of off, but I had played soccer since I was about six. Uh, so I, I brought that back my sophomore year. And then by senior year, I was actually like one of the captains of the soccer team. Uh, and then I was also on the robotics team and a part of the staff uh, leadership council. Wow, you were really involved. That's great. Now, the Sullivan family is pretty well known there at, at St. Joe's. Uh, your older brother, Dan, he graduated uh, from St. Joseph's High School. He's now a chemical engineer. And your younger brother, Andrew, is now a senior this year. All three of you have been involved uh, beyond the classroom. How has that been, uh, been, been a benefit for you with your brothers and yourself? So specifically for me, I would say I went into high school. Uh, I was extremely introverted. I was, I was pretty shy as a kid. Uh, so I went into high school, and I would say St. Joseph High School, in a, a great way, pushed me out of my comfort zone. Uh, and it's always in those kinds of experiences where you start to, you know, develop those interpersonal skills or just understand things that you're passionate about and, and start to kind of find yourself. And so I would say those experiences outside of the classroom were what kind of kick-started me to start to find what I was passionate about, to find the things that, that drove me in life. 
uh, and then develop the skills to accomplish that. So whether it be like those interpersonal skills or how to manage projects, how to study, uh, all of those things, how to work with other people, all of those things are extremely important. And I, I think my brothers would corroborate those as well. I mean, you know, they were both uh, more on the basketball team. So I played soccer. And then by my senior year, I was one of the captains. They were on the basketball team and they were also captains by their senior year. So, um, you know, it's, it's that those leadership skills, how to work with other people, uh, how to talk to other people, extremely basic things that some people take for granted uh, that I think were, were developed at, throughout my four years at St. Joe's High School and, and outside the classroom, uh, if you will. Now, how was that, um, being a middle child, and obviously your older brother Dan was ahead of you at school, and then your younger brother uh, Andrew coming behind you, did that make it easier because your brother was already there at St. Joseph's when you were crossing over, so to speak, from St. Bonaventure's to St. Joe's to follow uh, your brother's footsteps uh, because you had some familiarity? But, I mean, obviously you're your own person, but having a sibling uh, be, in a, be in the school ahead of you, was that helpful for you? And then, obviously, with your brother Andrew following in your footsteps, tell our listeners about that experience, be in the middle uh, child, so to speak. Yeah, so uh, so I often like to joke that as the as the middle child, I'm I'm kind of the glue of the family. But it <laughs> it definitely helped. It definitely helped having my my older brother there when I started. So we're all um, three years apart. So my older okay. brother was a senior when I was a freshman. So I used to like ride to school with him. He would drive me in, uh, and then the same held true when I was a senior and my younger brother was a freshman. Uh, but at the same time, we are also very different people uh, in certain aspects. And so our involvements were different. Like my older brother was also on the golf team. So while we kind of complimented each other and like having each other at school was nice for like making friends and, and just getting started, uh, we also kind of explored our own path. So it was, it was neat to see how we were able to branch out in our own ways, but still work together, if you will. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're the glue. I like th- I like that the middle child the glue. <laughs> now I'm the I'm the baby in my family. I'm the caboose, and I'm the only boy okay. in my family. I have two older sisters, and my one older sister Lisa is six years older, and Linda's four. Uh, so they were already uh, through high school um, when I after I came. But yeah, it's it's different. But being a middle child, I always joke around. My middle sister Linda, she. She was a way to get uh, get away. She got away with a lot of things versus my older sister Lisa. And people say the the youngest uh, gets away with everything, but I don't know about that. But uh, being no, the middle I would child, agree with her. I would agree <laughs> with her. The middle child. Yeah. Now St. Joe's High School is known for its academics, robotics, engineering, and, and earning college credits. Can you tell our listeners about the college and high school program? Yeah. So. When I was uh, still at St. Joe's, I believe it was five or six colleges, uh, and there might even be more now. So St. Joe's was partnershiped with, like I said, five or six local colleges, and they offered college-level courses taught by those high school teachers. So through that partnership, you know, the student would enroll at the college and take a college course over the entire length of the academic year at St. Joe's. So you essentially had more time to complete the course. And you typically pay um, a very discounted rate. So it was like a couple hundred dollars for a three or four credit course, um, which if you look at the price of college tuition these days, that's, that's crazy, um, 
crazy cheap. And so that then when you graduated from St. Joe's and you are applying to college, you would be able to send the transcripts from those actual universities. So throughout the course, you took, alongside that um, high school teacher, you took the college-level exams. It was all college-level material, the same textbook. And then they would send your grades off to the, in, or the, yeah, the institution. Um, and then you would actually have a transcript when you graduated from St. Joe's from that college as well. That's great. So That's I know, like, personally, I graduated with, I think it was 31 college credits, and then I also had eight AP credits. So the academics are, are definitely phenomenal there if you should choose to take advantage of them. Absolutely. Wow. All right, we're going to take a break. We have uh, lots more to talk about. Uh, you're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District and St. Mary Magdalene Parish in the East End, Point Breeze, Homewood, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. And on this Sunday morning, we are featuring St. Joseph High School in Natrona Heights, and we're talking to a alumnus of St. Joe's, the class of 2018, Mr. Nate Sullivan. Nate, after graduating from St. Joe's in 2018, you went to Rensselaer Polytechnical Institute near Albany, New York, and you took classes for four semesters, and now you're in a co-op program at Cisco Systems. Uh, what have you been learning? Yeah, so I'll start with my major. I often get the question, kind of, what is computer, computer and systems engineering, uh, and, like, where does that fall? So if you imagine kind of a spectrum um, where you have computer science on one side, with, like, you know, specifically programming and building computers and, and understanding how computers work. And then on the other side, you have electrical engineering, which is, like, understanding power distribution and how uh, electronics work and, and all the hardware components that go into a computer from a hardware level. Um, computer and systems engineering is, like, smack in the middle. So I take both a lot of computer science courses and a lot of electrical engineering courses. Uh, and then there's also some right in the middle that, that – teaches you how they all come together. Uh, and then outside of specifically my major in, so for example, in the co-op program that you mentioned, um, I'm learning a lot about technology and its application in the field. And so right now with Cisco, it's networking technology. But I think something that applies across the board, more general things that I've learned, um, like technology is always changing. So, so in this field, or as, even as a user of technology, you have to be able to adapt to that change. Uh, I never see two problems that are exactly the same. So it's definitely, you kind of have to learn how to learn. Uh, Absolutely. And, and that's yeah. something that I've been working on and learning. And you learn as you go, as they say, right? <laughs> right. No, Nate, you're also an engineering ambassador in K-12 through schools in the Albany, New York area, uh, teaching students different facets of engineering. Uh, what's that like? That's fantastic. You're like a, like a future teacher ambassador, so to speak. <laughs> so uh, Engineering Ambassadors is an outreach program that's through the School of Engineering at, my, uh, at, at RPI. And so we have, through that program, um, we... There's about 50 engineering ambassadors, like I said, from the School of Engineering. And we go out to, um, like, elementary, middle, and high schools, and we'll kind of teach engineering principles uh, at, a, at a very simple level. So, like, there's another skill that I picked up with that is, like, taking extremely complex uh, concepts or, or uh, principles and breaking them down enough for your audience to understand. 
Um, and then after that, so we'll give a presentation usually about five, 10 minutes. And then after that, we'll do kind of hands-on, like guided lessons with them. So an example was I did one on like the physics of sports. Um, and then we hooked up EKG machines to the, to the students and let them see like when they flexed their muscles, kind of the response that, that was occurring and, and how that applied to playing sports and, and different things like that. Uh, so that's, that's been a lot of fun. My favorite part is always like seeing a kid's face light up when they learn something new and they're like, whoa, I've done that before, but I didn't know that's how it worked. Wow, that's great. Now, in college, um, you've been very active in the Honor Society, Engineers Without Borders, and the Rensselaer uh, Union, which oversees campus facilities. Uh, what got you interested in all those groups? Yes, so uh, primarily Engineers Without Borders and the Rensselaer Union, my, my role in those two has been extremely financial. So for Engineers Without Borders, um, I was the chapter treasurer uh, my freshman and sophomore year. And so I, I oversaw a lot of financial growth with them, kind of revamping the processes that we used so that, that money was brought in and spent more efficiently and better records were kept. Um, and then the Rensselaer Union, the same thing. So I sit on the executive board. I started as, as a voting representative, and now my junior year I'm sitting, or I, I was this past year actually, uh, the vice president for club relations. And so that's been kind of guiding our clubs. So under the Rensselaer Union, we have about 120 funded clubs, um, and we have a budget of just over $3 million. And wow. so the executive board kind of oversees assembling all of that and then providing a recommendation to the institute administration um, as to how the funds should be spent. So it's, it's working with the clubs uh, through our representatives and, and different things so that we can better manage our budget, our funds, uh, and provide them to the clubs so that the clubs can can kind of be our end users uh, that are uh, that are making that community impact. And it's good that you're very active in school, you know, and uh, the different things outside the classroom. Now, can you tell our listeners about what are your short-term career goals right after college ends, and what you'd like to do long-term? Yeah, so I would say my short-term goals. A uh, first step would be to finish my degree. So I have about probably a year and a half of, of classes left. Uh, and then I hopefully, you know, if all goes well with this co-op and everything, I would like, I would love to have the opportunity to return to Cisco. Um, it's been a phenomenal place to work. I, I've had really no complaints about it. I love the, the job that I'm doing, the team that I work on. Um, so it's been a lot of fun and I would love to see myself back there. And then, Long term, uh, just like little things. So, like I said, I love Cisco. So, you know, this is my second rotation. I could see myself there uh, pretty long term. But at the same time, you know, I have the desire kind of on the side or whatever, uh, if you will, to start a business. Um, and then extremely long term, I, I really, we were talking about engineering ambassadors and stuff, but I really would love to be a professor at some point, you know, maybe after I retire from my day job. Uh, but that's something I'm extremely passionate about, just teaching and, and helping people to understand things. Specifically, I love, like, mathematics, so that's somewhere where I could see myself kind of getting into a professor role, hopefully, or going back to school for a more in-depth understanding. Absolutely. And I could, I could hear it in your voice about how the passion is to teach and to pass the faith on, you know, and being an engineering ambassador for the K-12, you know, you're planting the seeds for future future generations. That's great. 
Now, Nate, for a young person thinking about enrolling at St. Joe's High School uh, this coming fall, what would you tell them? I would say that, so as far as considering St. Joe's, I would say that for a small school, St. Joe's has so many paths. Uh, and I think that having those kinds of resources is so important um, to find your own path and your own passion. And I would say everybody, you know, all the staff, faculty, and administration that work there are extremely passionate about helping you find that passion and guide you down that path. Uh, and then the second thing I would say just to, to them as a whole is, like, the sky is your limit. Like, don't ever feel like you're limited by other people or, or circumstances, kind of always be a go-getter uh, and know that if you fail, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's just going to teach you how to be better for the next time. So like I said, the sky is your limit. Just keep on going. That is great. And uh, in the location where St. Joe's High School is in Echerna Heights, just right off of Route 28, you're in the Alley Kiski uh, Valley area. You're kind of like right in the middle and having – uh, students from both the Pittsburgh and Diocese of Greensburg, right across the bridge, uh, that your the location there in the Allegheny uh, Kiski Valley is just remarkable. It's, it's it's the center of it all. And Bishop Larry Kulik, the new bishop of the Diocese of Greensburg, is a alumni alumnus of St. Joe's, so very famous. And uh, for those who are interested in learning more about St. Joseph High School, you can give this school a call uh, to set up a tour at area code 724-226-4932. That is area code 724-226-4932, stjoeshighschool.com. Uh, you can check out their website. And this time of year, especially with uh, now that we're in April, uh, coming close to the end of the school year, uh, getting ready for the summer, a lot of uh, families are thinking about shopping around, so to speak. So check out uh, stjoeshighschool.com or call the school for a tour. Mr. Nate Sullivan, a 2018 uh, graduate of St. Joseph High School in Natrona Heights, thanks for being with us this morning. Thanks so much again for having me, Father. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment here on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring the second Sunday of Easter. The Sunday after Easter is traditionally called uh, Divine Mercy Sunday. And in the Gospel of John, we always uh, focus on the risen Lord appears, uh, first to the frightened disciples and then to St. Thomas the Apostle. Thomas was not with the original um, 11 apostles uh, when uh, Jesus appeared to them, so he was doubting. And uh, the Lord gives us what we need so that we can believe in him. And after Jesus' resurrection, his followers uh, quickly put aside their fears and doubts, for faith was incredibly strengthened. And during this Easter time, we still celebrate uh, Easter uh, 50 days uh, for the resurrection of our Lord, and we face uh, our doubts, but we also deepen our faith. And in his post-resurrection appearance, Jesus makes himself known to his disciples to let go of that fear, not to have fear, but have faith. And he commissions his disciples to carry on the work that he was doing. So enjoy this Easter season. We'll see you back in two weeks. Thanks for being with us here on KDK Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.